1: Without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on
2: great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
0: Hello and welcome to The Stand with Eamon Dunphy. Now on Saturday night in Hampden Park in Glasgow... Ireland lost a really good game of football, 2-1. Scotland winning with a penalty. It was a very good game, very good contest. We had beaten Scotland 3-0 in Dublin, but the result is not good for our statistics. We have to beat Armenia in the Aviva tomorrow night to avoid relegation, which would be a bit of a humiliation. But we should get Armenia beaten, although they beat us. 1-0, uh, which was probably the worst result ever in Irish soccer. However, things have moved on, and they've moved on a long way since then, and we're joined now by John Giles, who of course managed the Irish team very successfully for seven years, to talk about uh, the match on Saturday and where this Irish team is going. John, thanks very much for joining us, Um and I know you'll be joining us on Wednesday as well, along with Liam Brady, who can't be with us today, to talk about the two games and what we've learned. You and Liam, but you, you've been a, a supporter of Stephen Kenny's and a lot of the fire that comes out is directed at Stephen by various commentators on football, particularly statistics, which are, as I think Mark Twain said, there's lies, damn lies, and statistics. One of the statistics is that we've had 11 defeats in 27 games. But when he started out, we were in COVID. He inherited nothing from the Martin O'Neill era, really. And he's had to promote players that he knew in the under-21s. A couple of players retired as well. And I think you can write off the first 10 games down to experience. And the last, in the last 10 games, I think we have only lost one. Played really well, say, away to Portugal. Let me ask you about your take on the job he's done and where we are at now.
2: Well, it was, it was a bad start, Damon, as we know. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought that even starting off, they were playing teams or beating teams that they should have been. Beating. But it takes time, especially with the international team, yeah. or it can take time, especially when you're introducing a lot of new players. And, I mean, the past is the past, and you have to go on, t- on today. I thought the performance on, against Scotland was good, yeah. Because I think they have come a long way uh, in 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 the last ten matches, for example.
0: Yeah, when you managed the Irish team, you had Liam Brady as a player. You were playing yourself at the start. You had Don Givens. I mean, you had really top players. They were playing in the top division in English mm-hmm. football, first division. Now on Saturday night, only two of the players were really Nathan Collins, the young centre half, who's going to be a really outstanding player at least, and Gavin Bazumu. The goalkeeper. Other than that, Matt Doherty hasn't been in the Spurs team, and that's it. We two Premier League players. I think Scotland had ten, so it does yeah. make a difference, doesn't it?
2: Oh, it makes a huge difference, I mean He's had a big job to do, uh, yeah. uh, 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 Stephen. There's no doubt, and I think that uh, uh, I think it, it is improving. Yep. On what he had, I think on Saturday's game, I think they were a bit unlucky. And my take on, on Stephen now, I think he's he's getting the best out of players and he has a way of playing aiming, which is very progressive Yep, I think he takes chances with yep. them um, and that's what they, that summed up the game on the weekend in my opinion They're, they were very very good
0: Yeah I mean one of the ch- changes he's made John and it's a dramatic change the last two regimes Trapattoni and Martin O'Neill it was long ball stuff wasn't it really?
2: Well it wasn't it wasn't as Stephen is trying to do. Yeah. Uh, that's for sure. But the game has changed, but even since they've been there, I mean, and we've yeah. had the playing out from the back, and we playing all this, all this nonsense most of the time. Yeah. You know? And what I, what I like about Stephen is he's very positive in what he wants the players to do. Yeah. In other words, when we're going forward, we're going forward. Yeah. Right? And that's what's happening on Saturday. I mean, it was, some of the chances they had in, on, on the game in Saturday, and some of the players uh, were, were extremely good. Uh, we slipped up a little I think I think he slipped up a bit with the Matt Doherty right back position yeah
0: he laboured he hasn't played for Spurs this year and uh, he had an injury at the back end of last season we know he's a very good footballer John but he did look laboured didn't he yeah he looked tired he
2: looked tired and and I I think he's one of those players he's a very very good player and going forward he's excellent I don't think I think I'd I'd want more from his defending uh, and Especially being tired in the match, you know, the 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 lead up to the goal, like was very very poor defending. Just look tired. Yeah, I mean, and, and and like we like we have Seamus Coleman as well. You know, Seamus yeah. is, is an experienced player. I think Seamus is not in the Everton team, but he's 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 a very very good player and still is a very good player. Yes. But anyway, that would be one of the things. The the back three were very good, uh, and then you know you go to the the, the left back positions. I think he likes the wing backs. Amen. I yeah. Which is okay. Everybody likes different different things. But I think, you know, Coleman, that's what I said, the left-back. And, and Stuart, I wanted the, the back three playing at left-back. I mean, that that would be my take on it.
0: Yeah, I mean, don't forget, John, Ender Stevens is out. Now, he's yeah. a very, very good player, John.
2: Yeah, but I think he likes the, the left-backs, I Eamon, or the wing-backs. Wing-backs anyway, he does, yeah. Yeah, but, but the, the fact, what I like about Stephen, he's very positive in what they want to do. Yeah. You know? And when you're in that, that, that situation, when you get chances, Eamon, with like oh, yes. most teams anyway, you have to take them. Yeah, You know, we good a good no, didn't score. He was in a very good good position yeah, to I score. I thought
0: that was a pivotal moment in the match. Oh, huge. Uh,
2: huge. Ob-
0: Obafami, Obafami played really well, didn't yes, he?
2: Yes, he was very good. I, I was surprised him. We maybe thought he was tired, but he was come on. And the latter came on for him was, is, was good as well. Yeah,
0: was yeah, yeah.
2: You know, like yeah. they are two good lads. And I mean if if Pirates started doing his stuff the way we would expect him to do it, you know, I think we could have won that match. But yeah. I think that's the way Stephen plays. He's not going to be sitting back, I Amy, mean, that's for sure. Yeah. And and to, to do what he's doing is, is is a is a very brave way of doing it because most most people when they're not sure start having ten ten people back. Yes defending. Yeah. You know, he, he's going for it, but if they have to they definitely have to take the chances like most teams do, but more so Stephen, when they get the chances, you know, because they, 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 we don't, we'd like defending in the way we're defending. It was, it, was, it wasn't good. Uh, they could have been a lot better defending uh, on Saturday, but, but overall, I think there was progress in it. I mean, Scotland are not a bad team. You know, they did a couple of bullies in midfield. Yeah. With, uh, McGinn and McTominay. And, and, yeah. and, and, and McGinn, yeah. you know, like to kick lumps out of everybody. But, uh I, I, I think progress has been made, and I think it, I think it will continue.
0: Yeah, and just to look at the the Parrots situation, he's a very good footballer, John, uh, and he does get goals. Stephen knows him very well. He was outstanding for the under twenty ones for a yeah. long time. He's still only twenty. He's had a nightmare. He's gone. He's a Spurs player. He's gone to Preston on loan. That's his fourth loan he's gone out on and he, he's played 10 games this year for blessing he hasn't scored. I think it's worth pointing out, and you won't read it anywhere in the critical analysis that they're publishing this morning. Harry Kane, when he was the same age as Troy Parrott, he went out on loan uh, four times, yeah. including to Millwall, my old club, and he struggled yeah. badly. 20 yeah. for a striker is can be very young, and the chance that was presented to him by Obafemi's brilliant play. He, too much time to think. His confidence is low and he, he didn't put it away and he should have. But you don't write a guy off because of that. And you don't write a guy off after, you know, I don't know, he's played half a dozen games for Stephen.
2: I mean, confidence is everything in football, I mean, as we know, but for strikers. Yeah. It's even more so. Yeah, you know, like he hasn't scored this season. I, I, I've seen it before. Like yep. I played with lads before where they're strikers, and Mick Jones, for example, was a good player, at, very, very good player at Leeds. And Mick was a sensitive type of lad. It, it, it depends on the on the individual as well. And like if, if Mick missed a chance, like say in the Leeds team, say, "Come on, Mick, he, he's had to go down and aim Yeah. Like if Alan Clark missed a chance, and you said, "Come on, I'll tell you to f off." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he scored the next one, yeah. and it, it happens. I think strikers, particularly if they're having a bad time, suffer more with confidence than any other player, and maybe a goalkeeper, maybe a goalkeeper uh, would lose the, lose their confidence. Yes, and he ne- just needs to get, as we know, a couple of goals in one match, and, and they're off again. You know. Yeah. But um, as you say, he's been to a few clubs. He hasn't he hasn't really hit it off. But he has the ability. We know that he's got terrific ability. All right. Uh, so hopefully, if, if he sticks with him and scores in the next match early on, name then then we we'll see a different player altogether.
0: Yeah, and I'm not going to name this person. But one headline in a broadsheet newspaper this morning is "Excuses are wearing thin as Ireland's momentum has stalled." Now, there's no cure for stupidity. But there is a cure for doing your research. If this particular gent wanted to check out Troy Parrott's situation, if he had compared it with Harry Kane when Harry was struggling as a young 20-year-old at Spurs, and he did struggle, he went out on loan four times exactly the same as Troy Parrott. And he's gone on to be, he's one of the best strikers in the world. If you want to write about soccer or comment on soccer, you need to know something about soccer. Would you say that?
2: Well, that's, that's, that's the ideal situation, I Amy. Mean. But as we know, looking back over the years, since, since I was a kid and listened to the people watching or reading the papers, I mean, you know, you get some very, very silly things. But I mean, don't forget most of the, most of the, the soccer writers haven't really played football. No, no. Now, some. Of, now, don't forget. There's some of them being absolutely brilliant at what they do, despite the fact that they haven't played football. But You're about to run across it now and again. Eh? Now, it's say if you, if saying cricket'd it be the same. I say rugby'd it be the yep. same. I think whatever sport you look at, you get yep. lads who are very, very good, and other lads who are not very, very
0: good. Okay. The thing about that particular headline is that, and the journalists, I should say, don't pick the headline. The thing about yep. that particular. Headline is that gobshites in the FAI who will decide Stephen's future do read those headlines. So the least that is demanded of someone who's writing about the Stephen Kenny project is to understand he's in a building process, John, and he's in a building process with raw material that's very inexperienced and he's doing it quite bravely and he's getting... Decent enough results. If you look at his last ten games, forget the COVID period, forget the period when a couple of big players resigned or were injured, and when he had to introduce into the team. For example, Obafemi, who was so good on Saturday night, he had to be introduced to the Irish team, senior team. Who did it? Stephen. And that's the point, really. I think that must be understood. Nathan Collins. Everyone now agrees he's going to be a superstar. Who put him in the Irish team? Stephen. So even if he were to fail in, and he'll be judged on the Euro qualifiers, his successor will have a lot of very good young players with a lot of experience under their belt. Would you agree with that?
2: Oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's done a very good job, him eh, coming in from where he was. You know, but as you, you know, the papers better than I do. You're always going to get it. like if somebody wins two matches, they're a genius. If somebody loses two matches, they're no good, and you get that within a week. You know, I think Stephen Stephen is doing it the way he wants to do it. I don't think he I don't think he reads the papers I mean, like like most managers don't because it drives you round the bend sometimes. Mm. Uh, but he's getting on with the job. Okay, he lost on Saturday; he could have won it. It's good, but the way he's playing is is, it's is, is right going to be is going to be like that. You know, he's going to yeah. go for it, go for it, go for it with the players that he has. And I thought the performance was was pretty good. A couple of bad mistakes. Started was a bad mistake. Yeah, I thought the penalty was a bad mistake. Uh, but Scotland are a useful team. So, it, like it's 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 management I mean, it's football. He'd it, be a hero today and he'd be a villain next week. But I think he's he's making progress and he has a new contract now. He'd be allowed. He'd be allowed to do it.
0: I mean. Okay. And just one other point to be made is that forty four thousand. Tickets have been sold for the match tomorrow night. I think he made this point himself, Stephen, uh, in a post-match interview. Uh, the Irish soccer fans who know an awful lot more about soccer than the people that, that comment on it generally, they, they're behind this team. They're excited by these young guys. And some of them are, they're very, very exciting. Uh, Alba Femi has had a lot of injury troubles. He was at Southampton. He's got away now and uh, he, he looks, he looked very confident. He's got pace and oh, Benny is another good young player. Troy Parrott's a very good young player. This lad, Nathan Collins, John, this big new centre half, he's at Wolves, who sent yeah. off last week. He really looks like a an all round player. Oh, yeah, player. He, looks,
2: he looks a top player, now, yeah. He's at Wolves now. He, he, got, he got into a bit of bother last week. He, he made a silly tackle, but he's a very, very, looks a real top class player. Yeah. and, and But, you know, you have to take it as it goes along. Heyman. as I said yeah. with managers and sometimes players you're a hero one week and you know. the fact is he's, I think he's making progress he's got a big crowd coming now yeah. if the crowd are on his side in the way that he's playing I mean there's, there's no I mean I'd like to see like, like most managers like to see them defend a bit better especially on Saturday yeah. but, but it's his attitude I think his attitude is very good no matter who they play yeah. they're going to use the ball try to use the ball try and score and get up there there's no like messing about defending in in getting 10 players back and all the tactics that we're hearing yeah. about. So he has made progress. I think the players have improved. I think he's getting better players in bit by bit, which is the only thing that you can do in, in that particular situation. But you will, you will get people, I mean, even he's doing well, having a go.
0: Yeah, there's another fact, John, and it's this, that the Nations League is the last thing players needed we noted last week, I think, uh, how tired Spurs looked yeah. in the game against Leicester. They eventually won 6-2, but they were tired. Um, and they'd played in the Champions League in midweek. They'd got a bad result against Sporting Lisbon. And Antonio Conte had them in the next day for training. They looked knackered. And you watched the England-Italy game, which Italy won 1-0. Uh, Italy with a lot of younger players thrown in because they haven't qualified for the World Cup and England, by all accounts, John, weren't very good and they had some very strong, uh, it was a strong enough team Raheem Sterling, Reese James, Kyle Walker, Saka, Jude Bellingham who is believed to be the next exciting England player and only the goalkeeper, Nick Pope, got higher than five in the ratings done by the experts. You watched the match, what did
2: you think? They, they look tired, Eamon. Yeah. No, the the Harry Kane particularly. I mean, they, I I think you 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 you're suggesting there, or more than suggesting. Yep. There's too many matches, Eamon.
0: I am. I don't think the Nations League should exist.
2: Now, it's ridiculous. I mean, yeah. they, 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 had, they had a break in between major competitions, and then they used it to bring this competition in. Yeah. I mean, that's you way from these people who, they, they, they don't have to look after the players. I mean, just they create new competition, yeah. and they make more money from it. Yeah. But it's bad for the players. You've got to have a rest at some stage. And then you've got the World Cup coming up. And but England didn't play well. I mean, they've got a score, but they Not badly, but they, they didn't deserve to win, and Italy deserved to win that's the way I saw the game. Right. And, and a lot of the players were tired. Now, Raheem St- Sterling was playing him. Yes. He was hopeless. He had a nightmare. I don't think okay. he, was, he, he wasn't he didn't look as playing because he was tired. He wasn't having a go at all. And and then I see him on the on the aftermatch with with the manager chatting about the game. Yeah. You know, he didn't do it. You got young Be- Bellingham in the middle of the field I mean, who's learning his trade. He's not yeah. there yet, you know.
0: What do you think of him as a player?
2: I think he's got a lot of ability, I Eamon. Yeah. You know? But he doesn't look like a. He looks like a, a, a young Declan Rice. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what saw. I don't see, and neither of them can get a grip of the ball in midfield. Rice is a very good player, as we know. Yeah. yeah. But he's not going to dictate the game. And, and I, I think that England don't have anybody. Well, there's very few players around that you can take, dictate the game now. But Italy had a couple of them anyway, better than them in the middle of the field. Italy deserved to win. The goalkeeper had to make a couple of good saves in the second half against England. Yeah. But apart from that, I thought they looked tired. They didn't play, play as well as they can play
1: Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host.
0: Now Southgate, uh, Garrett Southgate, the England coach, he took England to the Euro finals at Wembley where they lost uh, to Italy. Well, Italy, ironically, haven't qualified for the World Cup. But he's under pressure, Southgate. Is it
2: justified? Do you think? It's it's never justified, I mean, You know because he's, he's 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 had a good time, and like all managers, they have a bad time. But what I read when I see him on the telly, I mean, I'm reading the he looks like to me that he'll give it up easily. Yeah. You know, I yeah. I heard him on the telly where he said he came in to do a job, uh, and that's what he did. That's what he's doing. I mean, he got to the the final as we know and the Euros. Yeah. Uh, which was good. He was a hero. Now he's not so good. He's certainly not a hero. And I think he's the type of lad that won't take the stick.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: That's the way it looks to me because I saw him on an interview where he was saying, well, that's what I came in to do. That's what I'm trying to do. Obviously, it's not working as well now as when I came in, but I don't think he'll take the stick. I think he's the type of individual who is doing what he wants to do Wouldn't be short of money, Eamon, not like the old days with some of the managers where they had to hang on. That's the impression I get from him. I wouldn't be surprised if he resigned very, very
0: shortly. Just let me ask you about Harry Maguire. He's had a torrid time at Manchester United for the last um, almost 12 months now. He has effectively lost his place and the captaincy by the looks of it. He's kind of fallen apart confidence-wise how did he look against Italy?
2: Well, he didn't look confident, Damon. I mean. Right. You know, he, he played okay, but he doesn't look like the Harry Maguire we saw two or three years ago, where he yeah. could get on the ball and do it. Yeah. I think the criticism has really got to him, Yes, I mean. Yeah. So, like all all individuals are different, as we know. Some some can say, oh, a lot of rubbish." Not not bothered about that. But it seemed to get to him. Yeah. And uh, I, I was I'm was surprised that it did because he was he was playing very well for for quite a few years. Uh, he looked like a leader yeah uh, but but definitely the criticism has gone I think there was a bit of personal stuff in it too wasn't but,
0: there? I mean? yeah, he got involved his family he on family in the family holiday they got involved I- in Greece, got involved, yeah. got arrested, and there was a lot of tabloid sensationalism around it uh, as if he'd murdered someone but that was pr- i think that was a bad experience for him for his yeah. wife and his family, and that may have got to him.
2: It looked like it, looked like it I mean, yeah, you no, know It was I around that time that he went off, you know, and, and yeah. people had to go at him on the pitch and yeah. all, all sorts of stuff, you know.
0: Just to go on with the nations, uh, England are relegated, not as far as we'd be relegated, but they are relegated. France lost uh, 2-0 home to Denmark, and they have real problems with Pogba, who's apparently his brother's, blackmailing him for 11 mm-hmm. million. That's the allegation, shall we say. Yeah. But France looked like they're in trouble. And I, for the purposes of research, watched Germany play Hungary. In Germany, Hungary won one nil Germany are terrible, John. They're playing England at Wembley tonight, if yeah. you want to have a look. But the German yeah. team I saw against uh, England were terrible. And yeah. uh, that was Saturday night. Now, England-Germany tonight, and um, because of the history, should we say, it's always a buzzy game. It'll be at Wembley. I, I'm not sure if it's at Wembley, but I, I think it is. Uh, it should be a game worth watching. But the point I want to make and put to you is really something you've confirmed earlier in this conversation. I don't think France and Wales... Were relegated as well. I don't think they're weeping because they're relegated in the Nations League, but it, it does affect your seeding for the European Championship draw.
2: Yeah, well, that's what they, that's what they put that in, Eamon. That mm. they, they knew to give it senses, they were doing yeah. These things that the club, there's no interest in it, mean It's just no yeah. interest in it. So they then they create something that gets them relegated or into into the other competitions. Yeah. You know they're playing the game all the time, but what, but what happens? You know, players, players we know are human beings, I mean it's just too much. Yeah, it's, they know it's a make, make y up thing. You know, like it's not the World Cup that they're qualifying for, or not. you know. Yeah, it's just that these these it's just, um, sorry, whether it be UEFA and all these major, they create the competitions because there's more money in it for them. Yeah, and they're using the players. That they don't they don't pay the players even. Don't they're players. No, so no. they're using it all the time to make more money. Yeah, that's that's the game. And and then like you got the players, they're playing, they're, like they're playing too many games. mean Not yeah, getting the yeah. chance to recover from a no. game to game. To get an injury, and you're bound to get injuries the more games you play. And I think the the, the, the associations and the managers know, and the players know this is this is nonsense. You know, oh, yeah. this is a makey up thing. Yeah. No. So they they're not going to be. I say most of the players now would be delighted to get a rest. And yeah. get it over with because it won't be it won't be long till they've gone into the World Cup Ayman.
0: I think it's about six weeks John anyway
2: yeah.
0: um, just uh, a final question about Ireland these games against uh, small nations at home can be tricky because as we've seen I mean Luxembourg beat us uh, at the Aviva and all these teams even the smallest nations now are coached they do put 10 bodies behind the ball. They can be hard to break down. So there's always a serious risk that you'll be asked, you know, it's harder in a way because they're not going to be going forward like Scotland. Yeah. They're going to be sitting back in their own half of the field presenting you with a, a challenge. And it's a difficult challenge and a different challenge, isn't it? I
2: mean, it's like all matches are different, Damon. Yeah. You know, if, the, the fact that with that situation... What can happen is if if we score an early goal, then yeah, what do they do?
0: <laughs> they drop deeper. <laughs> See,
2: they do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, Like I'd rather I'd rather be playing a team right that's going to do what what you you, you think they're going to do, than have them come at you.
0: Okay. <laughs> you you know, well, if they come but, out and try to attack you, it gives you a chance to use. Say the pace of, of a family, yeah, but they, they,
2: they're not going to try and come out. Um, no. <laughs> that's, that's the point about it, especially if you score the first goal. Like they're, 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 what teams do it there, um, they're looking for a no score draw, really, yeah. They're not really looking to score. So, if you get one early on, yeah,
0: that's that's the that plan, a plan
2: gone. That's the plan gone. They don't have a plan B. Then, then, then they start to do what you want them to do, which is to come out,
0: okay. So, we need an early goal,
2: yes, exactly, exactly. okay, Dan
0: Thanks very much for joining us this morning. That's great, John Giles, who managed a team that was amazing and uh, who played in a lot of great teams as well. John, thank you very much for joining us. Okay, Amen. All the best. Stand. Thank you, John. Thanks to all of you for listening. That's all we have time for now. We'll talk to you soon.